What is up? What is going on? Welcome back to the Watchtower Podcast. Now, you know, before we start going into things, look, it's been a while since I did a podcast. Just for the simple fact that I don't want to force content. You know, I learned that from the, the Black Hole Kage. You know, you don't want to force nothing. So I waited for the opportunity of when there was stuff to talk about because I don't want to just throw something out and it's just like I'm not really into it. I'm not excited about it. I'm just like, eh, so whatever. No, I waited. I waited. I waited. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this is the perfect time to come back and start talking about stuff. Now, after this, I don't know what else is there going to be really to talk about. But let's just talk about some stuff. So E3 was last week. And, you know, E3 did its did its thing. They were supposed to do a showcase a whole bunch of games. And you know, a showcase a whole bunch of other stuff that people you know, are interested in. And, yeah, that, that's what it did. So, <laughs> my personal opinions on E3, it was it it was okay. Like, it wasn't like out of this world amazing, but it wasn't like oh my god, like I'm definitely gonna check this out. Like, I feel like you could have like easily just waited and watched all the press conferences on YouTube and like not even the press conferences, just see what they announced through the little trailers. I feel like the press conference was honestly like a waste of time. Like they weren't really saying anything. They were just like, okay, here, here's like you know, this game. It is all this stuff, but it's not coming till next year. And it's like, uh, I could have just watched the trailer. Like there's a whole other five minutes that I could have just spent watching the trailer. And then I'll be like, all right, here's this game that's coming this year. But and then they're like, it's like ah, I don't care. Like whatever, right? But whatever so i'm gonna start off with bethesda their press conference and honestly bethesda look we gotta we gotta get them the fuck out of here all right we gotta let bethesda go like bethesda in my opinion has not been good since like maybe skyrim right fallout 3 fallout new vegas kind of era and a lot of people say you know fallout 4 is like meh and the reason why a lot of people like feel like that is because fallout 4 just was very glitchy number one um there a lot of people say there's a lot of stability problems i never played fallout 4 right well i did but i never like beat it i never got engaged in it i'm not the really biggest like fallout fan but when you hear the way people talk about fallout 3 new vegas and skyrim it's a whole different conversation versus compared to fallout 4 and fallout sleep 76 right so but that's just we need to get the fuck out of here so Bethesda pulls up, and they're basically the whole time trying to, like, get people back in. Or not the whole time, but for a good portion of their, you know, their press conference, they're trying to get people back into Fallout 76. They're trying to, you know, say all this stuff. Like, oh, like, you know, it's going to be free to play this weekend. I looked on Twitch. I looked at my friends. List, nobody was playing that game. Ooh, nobody was playing that game. Then again, I, I looked, you know, I looked... I looked up, you know, how on Xbox you look like Fall 76, it seems playing it. Nobody was on that game. Like, no no one was playing that thing. Like, no one cared because they fucked up. And what they honestly should have done is just say, hey, look, we fucked up. We are, we fucked up. We're sorry. And that's what they should have done. But nah, they didn't. So, they show off that. Um, then they go for the next, like, for what I can remember, because I just didn't write enough stuff down for them. I just didn't care for them. For the next thing, then they show oh, a whole bunch of Elder Scrolls Online stuff. Like, y'all, this is stuff that should have been in the game from the beginning. Y'all just being mad at cheap. Like, how does 
Skyrim have dragons, but Elder Scrolls Online does not have dragons. Like, what? What? And even if the dragons are in poor, like, kind of, like, design, whatever the case may be, like, Skyrim has dragons. Skyrim's dragons were in there for the beginning. Why can't you guys just add the dragons from the jump? Like, what? But I digress. So, Bethesda, like, we just didn't get them the fuck out of here. Like, they have not, in my opinion, brought anything to the table. Not even when they showed, last year when they showed that little Skyrim, or not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls 6, or whatever the case may be. When they showed that, everybody was like, whoa, they didn't even show that this year. And I feel like they really just haven't brought anything to the table. So, in my opinion, <sighs> they took a L. They took a F. It wasn't really that good. I, I could I could do without it. I didn't really need it. That was like a waste of time for me. It was just it was whatever. So um, the next one would be Ubisoft, right? Now Ubisoft they like they what? That's another. They didn't really showcasing anything I was interested in. Um, they talked about you know the new Watch Dogs coming, which actually looks really dope. Like I'm actually the, all right. Let me take that back. I'm interested in some of the Ubisoft stuff. Like they talked about the new Watch Dogs. I was interested in that. Um. And it looks really dope. You know, I never played Wasps before, but from that trailer, I was like, oh, I might have to really pick this up. Like, this game looks really nice. Like, it looks like something I'm really gonna enjoy playing. This looks like something that, you know, I would really enjoy, especially too, it's based out in London. So, like, I, I, I'm like, all right, we're going to, like, this This looks dope. This looks nice. I wanna see, like, you know, why people like Wasps so much. And obviously, you know, I'm gonna play, I may play the first two and really understand it, but. People were hyped about this. They was like, oh, like this shit looks crazy. Like you do man, shut down. And like, I guess once I played the first two, I really understand it a lot more, like I said. But from that trailer though, it really did look dope. Like I really liked that. Um, moving forward, you know, I like Rainbow Six Siege and they showed off more Rainbow Six Siege stuff. And I really like Rainbow Six Siege because it, it, it's growing as it goes. Like, it's just growing. It's been out for a while, but it just keeps growing. It just keeps getting better. They just keep adding more and more stuff to it. And I really enjoyed that. Especially when I saw the um the the stuff that we're adding. Like, Alright, this is what I'm talking about. Game this game is trying to live long. It's not it's trying to be like Fortnite, you know? Um Nah, not, not like that. Like, you know, Fortnite has kept it going because it just keeps adding new content. Like, it's trying to be like that. Like, it's trying to keep adding new content without people having to buy a second one. And I feel like that's really good. So when I saw all the stuff that's coming to the game, I was like, oh, I'm hyped for this. I'm really hyped for this. Um, Then they show, what is this, Tom Clancy's, another a Tom Clancy game that I was like, I wasn't really interested in. Like, I haven't been interested in, like, Tom Clancy, like, or not, like, Tom Clancy, I think, those type of games, like single player, like Wildlands and all that stuff, and I forgot what this one's called because I didn't write it down, just going off of my memory. I haven't been interested in those type of games in a while. Like, I'm interested in Tom Clancy's The Division. I'm interested in Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, but when it comes to like Tom Clancy's Wildlands, Tom Clancy's, whatever game that is that they showed, I'm like, it's whatever, I don't really care. Like, yeah, I don't need that. I'm good. But, yeah, Ubisoft did their thing. I'm gonna give them like a little C. Like they they did all right. They did all right. So next up is Square Enix. Now Square Enix, you know, uh, well, I don't know, honestly. All right. 
So, Square Enix, first off, they show um, Final Fantasy VII, right? And I, I guarantee you, they must have shown Final Fantasy VII gameplay for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, dope. This game is beautiful. It looks nice. Dope. Then they say, oh yeah, the game's gonna be two discs. And then I'm like, okay, even more dope. I gotta buy this on my Xbox because my PS4 just doesn't have the same capacity as my Xbox. So I'm fucked. Right? So I'm like, alright, whatever. Like, I'll buy it on my Xbox. We're good. We're cool. We're AC chilling, right? But the thing with um, Square Enix is, is that after they like showed us this Final Fantasy gameplay for like a whole 30 minutes, the rest of the time until they showed Avengers was literally just saying, hey, look, we have old Final Fantasy games and we have newer Final Fantasy games that are either going to be on the phone or the Switch. And I'm like, okay, like the only hype one that I see that people really hyped about was Final Fantasy VIII, but they were showing like, oh, like, this Final Fantasy game is coming to the Switch. This Final Fantasy is going to the Switch. But Square Enix was really like, Oprah, you get a game, you get a game, you get a game, you get a port, you get a port, and you get a port. And I'm like, bro, like, seriously? Seriously? Like, this is what we're doing? Like, come on, bro. Like, what the heck? I understand, you know, I'm cool with ports, right? But you don't have to spend your whole E3 talking about game ports that are coming. Like, it's just ah, ah and then and maybe i'm just maybe i'm just jaded a little bit because i still want my crisis core port my crisis core um you know remake added to the switch whatever maybe maybe that's why i'm a little jaded all right but still like literally for like the next 30 minutes all they did was just show final fantasy gameplay of stuff coming to the switch it's like you you want a game you want a game you want a game you want a game and it's like bro like this is all fun. I I look. I like Final Fantasy. I think that they make oh late. Like, all right, hold on. Final Fantasy as a whole does not. They all don't. They all are not that good. Let's be honest. Final Fantasy got like 35 games, and like maybe like 10 of them are good. Maybe even less. That's not a good shooting percentage. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's not a good shooting percentage, right? If I'm if I'm shooting 10 for 30, yeah, host sit me down for a second. That's not a good shooting percentage, but. Anyway, they just kept showing all these different Final Fantasy games, and I'm like, bro, just, just show freaking, just show Avengers, right? So they show Avengers, finally. And the Avengers game from the uh, CGI trailers, it looks okay. You know, I watched some of the gameplay of it, and some people were like, ah, it's all right, it's okay. Um, One thing that, you know, the Avengers game, I heard, like, I was listening to other people, not I heard, I was listening to other people talk about how, how they felt about it. People are in indifferent about it. I hear people say they like it, and I hear people say, yeah, it's, it is what it is, like, it is what it is, to be honest, you know, this game has, this game could be good, and it could be bad, because, you know, number one is the, uh, the facial structures and all that stuff, too, right, like, that CGI trailer of those faces and everything just looked awful, in my opinion, it just didn't look that good, you know, the only selling point to me is that all the updates are free. So if they do go and add more characters, which I plan Square, I think Square Enix is gonna definitely do. They probably want this game to last a while. They probably want people who are really into um, Marvel and the Avengers. They're probably like, all right, we want this game to last. You know, so let's add, let's add Black Panther. Let's add this Spider-Man. Let's add Miles Morales. Let's add all this stuff to make this game last. And that's what they're probably gonna do. So that was good, but like, from a fate like 
just from my gameplay kind of standpoint of like certain stuff, I was like, <clears throat> I was like, wow, like <sighs> I can see where I can see why people are a little upset, like yo, like. But me personally, I can't expect this game to be out of this park amazing. I understand Square Enix makes you know really good Final Fantasy games, but and you know they do their thing on Kingdom Hearts. But outside of like kind of like those those type of games, because those games all play the same. And I this is this is for me. This is the first time I'm going to see Square Enix do something that's not in that same realm. So this one might take a little bit of time for people to really understand. And I'm probably just rambling right now. But if you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying. That this Avengers game may come out mid. It may not be all that. But I'm pretty sure if they run it back on the second one, it'll probably be better. Because this is, in my opinion, this is the first time I've seen them do a game like this. You know, when they work on Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy aren't that far off from each other. So to see a game like this that they're doing, I, I applaud them for taking that. Because if you guys look at the Spider-Man game, you guys see how fluid that game is, and you compare it to how this game looks, it's like, eh, good luck, like, good luck. So this Avengers game, it, I'm indifferent about it. I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out, because it comes out next year, which is, like, another thing that kind of, like, blew my mind. I was thinking it was going to come out with the next Xbox, the PS, and the next PlayStation console. But then they said May 15, 2020, and I'm like, oh, like, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's next year, like. Y'all just announced this. Okay. I see that you guys may have been working on this for a while and you guys just kept it under wraps. But okay, like that's that's really fast. But regardless, um yeah, the Vendors game is uh is mid to me. Um if I had to give you if I had to give Square Enix a score, it'd probably be probably be like a C. High C. Cause they still showed a lot of games, they showed a lot of gameplay for stuff. And that's the thing about the E3. Not a lot of people showed a lot of gameplay for shit. Like, they just let shit go. They was just like, all right, here's like 20 CGI trailers. Here's 20 more trailers. Here's, here's all the shit. And I'm like, bro, like, that's not going to do it for me. That's all I'm saying. That's not going to do it for me. But whatever the case may be, moving forward. And next on the, uh, I guess, my list would be Destiny 2. Because Destiny still had a press conference, Bungie. And uh, with their press conference, basically they, they the whole time they were just basically saying like, "F Activision," like that's literally what they were saying the whole time. They were like, "Look, F Activision, like we're gonna do what we want now." You know, before the powers that be they couldn't allow us to do what we want. Now, you know, the powers that we have, we can do what we want. So they basically saying like, "All right." September 17th comes, we have a whole new expansion, and it's pissed me off because I had just bought the expansion a couple, like, like literally the day before, and then they said, yeah, so we're gonna have, like, a new expansion, and then, like, come September, this game's gonna be free to play, and I was like, bruh, really? And I wasn't mad at it, I feel like that's a smart move, because now you have people free to play, but now you have to, now you put out more content for people, right? So that's not bad. And they were like, yeah, so this game's gonna be free to play. Um, you know, don't need the DLCs prior. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? And they was like, yeah, you just need the Shadow Keep. And um, as we were going on too, like they were saying stuff that like had to be really interested in uh, Destiny 2, this uh, expansion coming September 17th. Now hold on for a second. There's too much stuff. There's too many games coming out September for me to go out my way and get this one. You have Code Vein. You have Gears 5, and you have um, Borderlands 3, and you also have the Monster Hunter uh, expansion as well. Two expansions I can wait on, but three games, I'm buying those day one, and I'm beating them. 
Why? Because the expansions I can wait until the time where it's like, all right, I definitely want to play this stuff. But those games I'm like really interested in, especially Code Vein coming out September 27th and Borderlands 3, I'm interested in those two games. So this Destiny expansion, it, it's going to have to wait a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's going to have to take some time. It's going to have to wait it out. But moving forward, so yeah, they basically said like they're changing the whole narrative. They're like, yeah, we're going to be like an MMO now. And I was like, wait, hold on. Y'all just like, y'all just calling yourself a shooter. And then it's like, yeah, like we're finally going to define who we are. Like, you know, we want to be an MMO. Um, and that's what they said, not I. They said that. And then they also were like, yeah, you know, going to have this RPG kind of style. And they were showing like the new menus and all this other stuff. And I was like, wow, it really does look like an RPG now. And I'm proud of them. I'm proud of what they're doing because like, I like RPGs. Like RPGs is probably like one of my favorite genre of games just because i like to immerse myself in the world and see what i can do with all this other stuff really like rpgs right so when it came down to that i was like all right you know let's, let's see what they do but yeah destiny 2 um shadow keep something i want to be looking forward to when i don't have anything else to play because there's a lot of stuff coming out in, you know in the next couple of months so i'm excited i'm excited for shadow keep but moving forward I'm gonna talk about the Google Stadia for a second. Now they have their own little press conference, and to be honest, look, you know they say it's gonna with 35 megabytes per second. You know you can go to 4K with all this other stuff. You can do all these games. You can stream games basically. You know they have a Founders Edition that's like $130, $10 a month for games. Um, a lot of it, I don't know if you guys watch E3, but a lot of the E3 press conferences when they would show a trailer, it would say Xbox, PS4, PC, and Stadia, right? So it lets me know that Stadia is kind of in the game, right? So now the, I look at the Google Stadia, like I look like, like I, <laughs> I can't speak. I look at that, like how I view, you know, the first P, the first PlayStation, the first Xbox, the PS2. N64, GameCube, you guys get what I'm saying. I look at it like that because those things weren't, they weren't masterpieces when they first came out. And I don't expect this to be a masterpiece when it comes out. Uh, I expect this thing to still have problems. Um, I don't expect this to be the best thing ever. But with time, do I feel like Google will make it the best thing ever? I think they will make it a really good thing. Also with time, do I feel like this could be a challenge for Xbox and PlayStation? Definitely. Definitely, 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 because you don't, it doesn't really require, it doesn't really require a lot for you to stream the game. Like, the same way that you stream, I don't know, like Netflix and Hulu, you're basically streaming the game. Even though Netflix and Hulu don't take as many um, megabytes, still, like, you're still streaming the game. So, for people who really can't afford something, they might try this out and they might view it as something better. It's nothing more affordable than the Xbox and PlayStation. And, you know, they do have two things where you can either A, go and buy um, the games or straight up, or you can just go and basically like how the game pass is and do that monthly. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, that sounds dope, you know? But um, yeah, I think with time, the Google Stadia will definitely, definitely, definitely be a problem for Xbox. Definitely be a problem for PlayStation because now you have, like, it's always, and even Nintendo, you've always had those three, right? And I mean PC, but not everybody can afford a PC. More people can afford a, a Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox, and they can't get a PC that actually like may run a game that they want to play really well. So 
with that being said as well, um, I, you know, I, I want to see where the Google Stadia goes. Will I pick one up? Probably not. Uh, no, unless someone buys one for me for Christmas. I'm just saying, hint, hint, hint. Um, probably not. I probably don't really plan on picking one up because it's just like, it's whatever. Like, it's the Google Stadia. It's the Stadia. It's the Stadia. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm really indifferent about it. Like, I don't know. They just, they just gotta wow me a little bit more, and then they gotta, then I gotta see people come out with all their problems and be like, oh yeah, like, you know, my Google Stadia started playing freaking porn when I was trying to play Monster Hunter. It's like, whoa, like, all right, now, now, now they gotta fix this. It's like, get yeah, my Google Stadia, kind of like, now my, my internet bill is like five hundred dollars. Like, I only wanted to play Dragon Ball Xenoverse two. It's like, oh shit, like, whoa, whoa 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 so yeah i gotta see what everybody's talking about before i go and put my money into something because i'm not going to invest in anything if, it, if i don't really like it like that that's what i'm saying more if bad people talk if not bad people if people give it a bad review if it gets bad kind of like vibes i'm like yeah i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool so uh, I didn't, Destiny, um, they get they get an A. They get like an A, B. So they actually showed out. Google Stadia, they get like a C. They showed out too. They let people know what's up. They was like, you, we here. We here. What's good? And I was like, all right, you, you guys are here. You guys got it. You guys got it. So next up uh, has to be Nintendo. We can talk about Nintendo. We can talk about Nintendo. Because honestly, Nintendo didn't even do anything for me. Right? I feel like Nintendo kind of like... I don't know, a lot of people feel like Nintendo saved E3, and I think people only feel like that, and this is just my opinion, this is my opinion, I think people feel like that just because they showed off more Smash characters. Other than that, they didn't really show off anything, like, wildly impressive, like, alright, so, coming to Smash, you have Dragon Quest characters, so people can finally, like, you know, leave with that Goku stuff out of it, and be like, alright, yes, we get Smash, we get Dragon Quest characters, that's the closest thing while we get to Goku, but we'll take it, like, alright, take it, take it, be happy, because... Goku was probably never coming to Smash, and these guys are probably way more balanced than Goku is. Like, just imagine you play Smash, and Goku goes Super Saiyan 2 just does Kamehameha on you. Just imagine if he does a Key Blast on you. That's not doing the same amount of damage as freaking Kirby. Like, that's not doing the same amount of damage as Fox or freaking, um, like, anybody else. Falcon, whoever. That's not doing the same amount of damage. So, yeah. Be, you know what I'm saying? Just enjoy that. Because I'm pretty sure if Goku was in that game, I'm pretty sure he's one-shotting everybody. Tell me otherwise. I'm pretty sure he's hitting Sonic, knocking him out. I'm pretty sure if he goes Super Saiyan 2, he's knocking out a lot of these people in one hit. So there's no way to balance him like that. But Sora is different. Like, if they added Sora, I wouldn't be mad. You can balance out Sora. But, I don't know. So, yeah, they announced the Dragon Quest characters. And they announced um, Banjo-Kazooie. And, like... In my opinion, that's really it. Like, they showed off a new Mario Sonic game that um I'm excited about. Like, I would love to play that with my friends. They um all went squad up and play. Um, they showed off a game called Astral Chain, and I'm actually interested in that because how it looked like through the trailer was like, eh, this doesn't really look that good. When I actually went there, I uh, not went there. When I actually went and looked up uh gameplay of this game, I was like, wow, like. Why did they show the gameplay of this game? Like, this game actually looks really dope. It looks really good. Um, then they showed more Pokemon Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield gameplay. And first, like, I want to talk about that, right? So, Pokemon had a press... Or, Pokemon had a press conference. And then they had their own direct. Right? And in the Pokemon press conference, they didn't even show shit. Like, like this, this stuff was before E3. 
the Pokemon press conference, they didn't show nothing. They just said, oh, we got Pokemon Sleep. Like, who, who go play Pokemon Sleep? The only thing good from that, that press conference that they showed was Pokemon Home. So you could bring your Pokemon from all the other games to this one, right? So let's fast forward. So then E3 comes, they show off more Pokemon Sword and Shield gameplay, they do all this other stuff. And then it comes out, like, you only transfer a certain, a certain Pokemon. I don't know how true that is, but if that's the case, yo, what the fuck is people thinking? For real, like, what are you thinking? Why should I, why am I only able to transfer so, certain Pokemon to, to the game? Like, it should just be open for everything. So that means if I got a Starmie, I'm going to transfer over. Like, I got to make sure I can transfer it. What the fuck? Hell no. And I hope that's not true. I really hope that's not true. I hope that's just something that I just, you know, they said they don't mean. Because if that's true, wow, that is dumb. But regardless, they showed off that gameplay or that stuff. Like, they showed their thing. And people feel like, you know, the Nintendo saved E3. To be honest, I don't know who saved E3. E3 was even that good to me. It was, like, it was okay. Like, I'm, like, freaking Nintendo, majority, a good portion of their thing was just showing off anime kind of games. Like, drag, like more, like, 5,000 Dragon Quest, basically. A whole bunch of other anime games. Like, they were just showing off a whole bunch of anime stuff. And I'm like, bro, like, can we just... Can we just get to um to the stuff? Like, can we just get to the shit? The fuck is we doing? And it was like, nah, you get an anime game, you get an anime game. Same way Square Enix was like, you get a Final Fantasy, and you get a Final Fantasy. I was like, yo. But whatever. Yeah, Nintendo, they can get like a they can get a B. They can get an ill B, like they can get that. Nintendo was doing I don't know. It's been a while since I podcast. I'm not in the mood right now. I'm just thinking about how how PlayStation was at E3 to to challenge everybody. Like they just wasn't there to challenge everybody. There was no challenge. Like Xbox can beat Nintendo, but then they didn't. Let's talk about the Xbox press conference. My God, my goodness, how do you have 60 games but you just show straight up trailers for them? How do you have 60 games but you don't show shit? Like, this is how it bothered me. How do you have 60 games, but you don't do nothing with them? You just tell me, hey, look, this game is coming here. This game is coming here, and all you should do is show me trailers. Like, how am I supposed to buy a, How am I supposed to be hyped for a game off of a trailer? A trailer ain't really doing nothing for me. A trailer isn't really making me hype. It's not making me like, oh, I should buy this game. No, the trailer is just a trailer, bro. Like, I'm watching them showcase 60 games. 60 games. 60 games 60 all trailers all trailers best part of that press conference was keanu reeves but all trailers you know and they showed stuff from like they showed like a mad like out of those 60 i think i'm only gonna get like five and that cyberpunk because cyberpunk looks really dope and, and that game was like looks just really nice Regardless of the trailer, like it, look, like, it looks like something I'm really gonna like. Because even the E3 before, when they showed some stuff, like, I was like, oh, this game looks dope. Definitely gonna get that. Um, They showed Gears 5. Yeah, they showed Gears 5, of course. That's the only game that Xbox has, because they don't have exclusive. But anyway, so, <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna definitely get uh, Gears, uh, well, Gears 5. I'm gonna get the Game Pass for a little bit. And once the Game Pass runs out, I'm like, alright, that's, that's the end of Gears 5. Like, I'm I'm sorry, haha, haha. What else am I getting the Xbox ass? 
Oh, wait, hold on. I think that's all the two things I'm getting. Like I said, they show 60 games, but they didn't really show anything like of interest. Right? Let me see. Let me go to let me go to my list of things I might buy. Hold on. Uh E3. Alright. Now, that's it. That's literally everything I have on my on my thing. That's literally that's literally like that's it. That's the only two games I have on here. Is the Gears game and Cyber and Cyberpunk. That's it. Wow, that's what I'm saying. Xbox has 60 games and they really show a lot, right? Now, here, here's the kicker, right? So, they, so this has always been my theory that they would do is that they would always include Game Pass with Xbox Live, right? So they're like, well, fuck that. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna make Game Pass Ultimate. So basically, Game Pass Ultimate is you get Xbox Live, you get it. Game Pass on Xbox and you get Game Pass on PC. It's fifteen dollars a month. Now, now when I first saw that, I was like, "Wow, that's a really good deal." Thinking about it in reality, that's not a good deal at all. Not at all. Because number one, Xbox Live is sixty dollars, right? Sixty dollars, fine, whatever, for one year. Now, hear me out some more. Game Pass does not have all the games that you may want to play, right? Game Pass is only gonna have the games that you'll play in that moment, and you probably will never like, you know, all right, like you might one day play Fable Three, and then um, you might one day play Fable Three, right, and then the next day after, you might go play Darksiders, and then after that, you might not play the Game Pass again. Like another six months until they have something of interest like the game pass in my opinion is not worth it because they don't really have games like that like they don't really have nothing too 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 crazy right so when they said this like i said i was like oh at first i was like oh this is really good like you know but then i was like it's kind of like a waste of money right so they had it for a dollar for a year or not for a year for a month right so i'm like all right whatever is this a dollar like uh no, I'll go do it for a dollar. So I'm about to tell y'all about my hacks for the people that listen to the podcast. And right now it's only like one of you, and I just hit mad shit. So when I uh, when I got it for a dollar, I went back and I was about to cancel it. So when they say, "Oh, do you want to keep it for for the till the rest of the time?" And I look when they said the rest of the time. And mind you, I already had I already have an Xbox Live until Valentine's Day next year. And I was like, "Why does it say 325-2020? Right? And I was like, oh, like, so now my Game Pass is included with my Xbox Live. So it kind of did it, but they didn't say anything about it. And to be honest, excuse me, I wish that they did say something about this because I feel like more people would be more inclined to get Game Pass and Xbox Live. Like, if you have Xbox Live and I just can get Game Pass, like, maybe Game Pass might be on sale for a dollar again or three dollars. Like, I could just do that and include it again. Now it's like, my Xbox Live is extended a little bit longer. And on top of that too, I have Game Pass included. So it's like, you know, it's just like, bro, like, why don't y'all talk about this at the press conference? But whatever. So they announced Game Pass Ultimate. To be honest, that's probably like the best thing to come out of out of that. Like that and Keanu Reeves. Because like it just was not, they didn't show anything. Like then they show off a controller, right? And why was a controller like the best thing that they showed? Like, and I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yo, Xbox is still the only thing that uses batteries. The Switch is rechargeable, the PS4 is rechargeable, but the Xbox One still uses batteries. And I'm going to be a little like pissed off when the Xbox, whatever comes out, whatever they plan on naming it, whether this is 720, the Xbox Two, whatever they call it. 
if it still has batteries, I'm gonna look at them like, yo, y'all are some cheap motherfuckers, right? Because the Switch doesn't use batteries. PS4 doesn't use batteries, but y'all still use the batteries? Y'all still use the batteries? Like, aren't we supposed to be saving the earth? Why are we still using batteries? Like, come on. Come on. But, I can't speak for Xbox. But yeah, and then like the Elite controller that they showed, like I said, like that was probably the best thing because the Elite controller actually looked dope and it had what? Rechargeable batteries. Ooh. Yeah, that was crazy. Like why, 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 why? Why does the Elite controller have the rechargeable batteries but the regular controller doesn't? But I was like, it's whatever. And then my friends are like, oh, but you can just get the battery pack. I'm like, I shouldn't have to buy a battery pack for a console that it should be well ahead of the game. Like, the PlayStation hasn't been using a whole brick since since forever. The Xbox One, when it first came out, the 360, all had huge as power bricks. It's now that the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S don't have that no more. Like, yo, you realize how much of a waste of like power consumption that is? That's mad power to just go into a freaking brick. My goodness, Xbox is like way, way, way behind, way behind, right? So, this is what Xbox ended with, and this is what I'm going to most likely end with in my final kind of discussion and thoughts. They ended with the Xbox Project Scarlet, right? And it's going to launch with Halo, and it comes out on the holiday 2020. And the thing that, that like kind of like bothered me about this, and this is why I feel like PlayStation did more, just like not really talking about it, than Xbox did. Cause the whole time Xbox is talking about it, right? And you have to mind you have to find out these details about the um about the Xbox Project Scarlet. Like these are the things that they said in the beginning. Like, you know, some of these things you had to like kind of look up. Or maybe they did say it. I was just so like met, like I was just so kind of like paying attention to the fact that for the literally the whole press conference, they literally just kept talking about the loading time. Loading time, loading time, loading time. They kept saying, oh yeah, like the loading time is a lot quicker now. Oh yeah, the loading time is this now. The loading time is that now. And I'm like, <sighs> Xbox, Xbox. I don't, I like, just, just tell me like, like just, just say more, right? So then they start saying, yeah, like, you know, um, uh, we're gonna have two ter uh, like a terabyte of SSD. You know, the SSD is faster than HDD. And I'm like, yes, I know, I know. Yeah, um, most of the games are gonna be able to play 120 frames per second. Like, that's not gonna happen. I know that, like, I've been playing y'all console since the 360. Y'all say that uh, a game's gonna play this frame per second. When I actually get the product, it only plays at like maybe like 40, 30. Like, it's rare that an Xbox game will play at 60 frames per second. Don't lie to me right then it's like oh we're gonna play our games at 8k y'all don't even have an 8k like tv my tv is 4k but i don't even i don't even trust 8k gaming yet because you can't even stream in 8k like who like who on twitch is streaming in 8k so why would i want to why would i want to you know you can't even stream on twitch in 4k right so why 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 tell me tell me tell me tell me why are we so obsessed with streaming in 4k in 8k when you can't even do it on Twitch, when you go to when you go to gaming conventions, why did I say it like that? When you go to gaming conventions, when you go to anything that involves gaming, they don't play on 4K monitors. They play on regular 1080p monitors because that's just the norm. The reason why people don't play on 4K monitors and the reason why people in tournaments don't really bring 4K stuff to the table is because there's just too much 
number one, it's hard to get uh like a freaking fast response time from something that's running that hard, right? On my TV, I can see the response time of when I click a button versus when like I'm like you know the action actually happens. So for a short period of time, I was playing my Xbox on my TV, but then I realized my response time is just too slow. So I had to get a monitor. I never had a monitor for my games before, but when I got a monitor, I'm like, wow, like, I can see the difference. So when you look up monitors on Amazon or wherever, there's like some that are starting to come out to be, you know, um, 4K monitors that do one millisecond response time. But you gotta see how much those things are. Like you could easily buy a 1080p monitor, one millisecond response time for like 120, 130, 150, right? The monitors that are 4K, 4K, 4K. Nah, yo, don't things cost a grip. Those things cost at least three. At the most I've seen is like maybe like five to six, but at least three. And it's like, bro, like we, the gaming, the games are not ready for that. Like, stop trying to force it. But I mean, you can't. You, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. But they didn't really talk about like anything of interest, like. You know, they they just kept saying the loading times. Like, so when PlayStation did their thing, they showed off their thing. They showed off the same specs. You know, they show like the the actual loading time of you know Spider Man. They's like, oh yeah, you can load like this. Da da da. I'm like, yo, like that's whatever. It's whatever. Like, my only my only thing was is that literally Xbox wasted like three to four minutes of my time just having like a whole bunch of randos. Randoms to me, <laughs> but having just a whole bunch of people just go up there and just say, "Oh yeah, the the loading time, the loading time, the loading time." And I'm like, bro, like, um, I don't care about the loading time. Like, what else is coming as a launch title? That's all I care about. Like, uh, oh gosh, whatever. So this E3 in a total was not that good. Um, I honestly like without PlayStation there. It kind of, I feel like, hurt E3. Um, on top of that, too, uh, I don't, I don't know. E3, like, when I was younger, was a lot, I was excited a little bit more. Like, I'll never forget, it was probably, like, the seventh grade, and I didn't even know what E3 was. I just started playing, um, X, or I just started playing PlayStation, and I see somebody in their comments, like, yes, E3 is today, and I asked them, like, what's E3? And they're like, it's this gaming convention that comes on um, Spike TV go to spike tv and i started watching e3 and i'm like really excited for this i'm like oh like you know they're showing all this gameplay it's like this is back when they actually used to show gameplay of games like they're showing all this gameplay they're showing all this stuff yada 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 and i'm excited for that but as time went on you know you could notice the change in e3 and i just stopped being as excited because they would show like for example right they've been talking about this final fantasy game i want to say since 2015 2015 i believe and now four years later like we're finally getting it like it was worse as kingdom hearts they showed kingdom hearts way kingdom hearts 3 a long time ago and we just got that so like i just have not been really that excited for e3 in a very long time and in my personal opinion i don't know how much longer e3 can last if they just keep having this way of moving things like they just keep going the way that they're going i can't really see it lasting that much longer just because it's like they're not really doing a lot. They're just showing like trailers. Like if you just want to show trailers, yo, just drop them. Like just, just, just take a random Tuesday, just drop all of them. Because I don't want to waste my time watching some guy just talk about a trailer. 
like when I'm watching the Xbox press conference, they're not no one was really talking about anything intriguing. People were just talking about a whole bunch of bullshit, and I'm just like, bro, I don't care, you know. And when it all boils down to it, like yeah, I feel like Nintendo did kind of help E3 and bring it back to life, but it didn't like it didn't do anything crazy. It didn't do anything to the point where I was like, oh, like, Nintendo truly shows stole the show. Like they didn't really steal the show. They just they 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 just did a better job at showing trailers and actually showing a little bit of gameplay. But I digress. E3 is where it's at. E3 uh, is doing its thing. You know, I don't know. I'm just I'm just a little like yeah, so whatever. But um yeah. So this is the this has been an episode of the Watchtower Podcast. I'm gonna try and re up with another episode, you know, next week. Um I might talk about a little bit of anime. Might talk about some more games. Might talk about, I, I didn't talk about the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game because uh, that's just a whole different conversation for a YouTube video. Um but yeah, I might talk about a game. I don't know. We're gonna find stuff to talk about. We're gonna try to make this a weekly thing, but not force the content. So if you guys are listeners, you know, you guys are new, hit the follow button. If you guys feel like I did a horrible job, let me know. My uh, socials are that guy C four everything. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, that guy C four. Um, Twitch, that guy C four with a Z at the end. And I will see you guys on the next podcast. Peace.